Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Chris Cruzen has been talking about some of the fundamentals of directing, but also some deeper issues than just that beyond principles. Let's return to the conversation right now. I know that you worked for Christian Broadcasting Network or one of the divisions of CBN back in Virginia Beach. And there's, like I worked for World, World Vision for four years and did documentaries all over the world. The good thing for me was that they were paying for the travel and the production and, and such, but I had to make the films that they wanted uh, done, which is fine. I was in agreement with that. So you work, talk about working for CBN for a while, because I know that they did films and that you directed some of those. Yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. And I worked for CBN international, CBN Christian broadcasting network. They have the domestic operations, which produce the, daily 700 club show i was never involved in that i was always on the international side of things and because i was fluent in spanish my first work for them was all in latin america and what i produced for them initially and i worked for them for for a number of years i produced uh, testimonies they called them and they were as brief as five minutes uh, as long as uh, 15, you know, it just depended. And, and I am so, so thankful for the experience that I had there of working on the shorter format stories because it was, I compare it to practicing the scales on a piano, right? Every sure. pianist has to practice the scales, right? Right. Yeah. And spend. Chord, yeah, chord, chord progression. And I played trombone and we had to always, in fact, we would warm up by playing scales. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. the same thing. The, the basics are the fundamentals are, are, are great yeah. and you never forget them. That's right. And you know, it's, and, and speaking, as you were speaking earlier of younger people who are wanting to be filmmakers and all, well, nowadays cameras are so accessible that I guess just about anybody could make a movie. So it's not quite uh, apropos anymore, but finding those opportunities to practice certainly were challenging, daunting. Um, but CBN gave me that opportunity to, 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 uh, to be engaged on a s- systematic, regular basis for years. And so I really was able to, do, you, know, you know, I would say even one of the greatest things I learned from those experiences uh, producing with CBN uh, was about editing. Not that I was the editor, that's not what I mean. I'm, I'm referring to as a director, knowing how what you're shooting is going to cut together right. is absolutely vital. If you, <laughs> if you don't understand how what you're shooting is going to cut together in the edit suite, you're in big trouble. You shouldn't probably be directing, actually, if that's the case. And, you, can't, and so, you, cannot, you cannot just depend on the editor to save you. You need to be the director. And my attitude has been the more time you spend as a director in the edit suite, Editing will make you a better director. And if you're also running camera, which I did a lot, it may be a better cameraman because 
there was no one else to blame if I didn't have a third angle or coverage yeah. of a scene. And they all, are, they're, they're symbiotic with each other. And, yes. okay. and when you have to see, talk about that, you have to see as a director, how these different angles and performances mm -hmm. are gonna cut together into a sequence. That's exactly right, yeah. I could compare it, if I'm very generous with myself and CBN, I could compare it to the studio system of the 40s, and, or I guess the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. Mm -hmm. You know, actors were working constantly, directors were working constantly. You were a craftsman, right? Yeah. You were just going from one project to the next, and you were honing skills. That's what you were doing. You were, you were perfecting your craft. What a blessing. I'm, I will always be thankful for that opportunity I had to work at CBN, always. Let me ask you a question. Um, it, it's something that when I talk to uh, pastors and churches and, and ministries, uh, I, and even when I'm overseas at workshops that I'm doing, I will keep exclaiming the point, putting a fine tip on the point, this is a craft to be learned. It is a craft. Um, you'll never be perfect, but you should, you should aim for excellence every time mm -hmm. you're, you're trying to um, tell a creative story. And you'll never know it all. Uh, I've been in the industry 40 years. You probably are pushing 50 years. Uh, in, from no, no, I'm not. No, no okay. I mean, can, we, can we make you younger? How about 40? 40. <laughs> 40. Yeah, okay, let's put it on 40. You'll never know at all. And especially in a digital world, things are changing all the time. And there's always something. But the fundamental techniques pretty much still stay the same. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. talk about that. A little. Take, talk, talk about perfecting your craft. Well, I, I think you said it well. The point is not that you'll become pet perfect. The point is that you strive for perfection. Mm -hmm. And I think the greatest sin a filmmaker can commit is pride. Having a, a spirit, having a prideful attitude, a, a spirit of hubris, right? Right. Uh, because I, I was, I like to watch TCM, Turner Classic Movies. Sure. Drive my wife to distraction. But sure. uh, uh, I also have an, a subscription to the Criterion channel online. Mm -hmm. Why do I... Enjoy when I watch a movie. I guess a lot of people do it for just entertainment value. I I do it to see what I can learn. I I love watching it. Older movies, classics. They they would be considered classics. To see what I can learn. Mm -hmm. And if you, I I just what can I say? Have have a. I, I would plead with any filmmaker listening. Don't don't lose a childlike attitude. Don't don't become so arrogant that you think you know everything. Humble yourself and look at, be willing to look at films that are no longer in the public eye, right? You will find inspiration from a lot of these masters who've come before us. Um, the, the director, Brian De Palma, famous director, Untouchables and Carrie and, and the first Mission Impossible and, and plenty of others. They, they said in his biography that he borrows all the time from the masters. Of course. All the time borrows. And whenever I talk about that in film um, workshops, some documentaries, short films, uh, I, I shouldn't use the word copy because that doesn't come off uh, very good. It almost sounds like stealing. But he's, he's, uh, he borrows the techniques mm -hmm. from the masters. 
And when I, I say that to the crowd in front of me, whether it's nine people or 150, they look at me as if, how dare you borrow from the masters? Everything you do must be original. And, I'm, and I say to them, you're not good enough to be original yet. And they'll mm. look at me and be a long pause. And I'll say, when, when you get really good, then you can be original and you have your own style. But until then, borrow as much as you can from the others while you build your skills and, um, and your style. And sometimes it goes into their brains and I can see uh, a light bulb figuratively mm -hmm. going on over their heads. But other times, they just don't know what I just said to them. <laughs> and that's okay. It's just the way it is. You can't reach everybody. But, but borrowing... Oh, one of my favorite channels is, is Turner Classic Movies. And now I've just written down Criterion Channel to go look and see, to get a subscription for that. And some of the screwball comedies of the 30s, uh, it happened one night and, and all of these. I absolutely loved them. My Man Godfrey and some of these are absolutely wonderful films that hold up just as well 80, 90 years later as they did right. when, when they came out in 1934, 1936. It, there's a lot yeah. to learn from these. Absolutely. So, Great talk with Chris Cruzan. We'll be back right after this. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Financing a movie, I think the number one thing that people coming out of film school want is to direct a feature film, for the most part. I mean, if you're a good editor, be an editor. If you're a good producer and you know how to put together the organization and the pitch and the financing, be a good producer or actor, whatever it might be. But financing has... It's the, it's, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times, to, to quote from, from Dickens. Uh, in in the in the sense of you can go go fund me accounts indiegogo all of these can get you your five thousand dollars your fifty thousand dollars whatever it might be but is that one of your, the biggest challenges for you at messenger films is, is finding investors and, and finding funds if so what would be your advice on that yes uh, that that is typically the biggest challenge messenger films you we should point out is 501c3 so we don't technically have investors who get paid a return on their investment. It's a donation. It's a donation. That's mm -hmm. how we were set up in 1988, and that's how we continue to operate today. I also need to point out, maybe it's obvious anyway to, to your listeners, I'm, I'm not a Hollywood filmmaker. I'm not in the Hollywood system or on the Hollywood, in the Hollywood scene at all. Uh, so I don't know how good a an example I, I am to, to your listeners who want to go straight into feature filmmaking. Um, I'm sure there are obviously, there are certainly some parallels regardless. I've had people working for me before and, and kind of release them to go on to Hollywood because their, their model doesn't allow for them to really find the money uh, their model sort of dictates for them to 
establish themselves as, let's say, for lack of a better word, establish themselves as an artist in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And so, so in effect, they become the creator that somebody like a studio would back. Um, now, if you're an indie filmmaker and you are not going to rely on Hollywood, by how, I'm using Hollywood very loosely as a term, right? But right, I mean, sure, yeah. Studio financing and that sort of thing. Right. If you're not relying or if you're not able to connect with that scene, the Hollywood financing scene and so forth, and you're an indie filmmaker who's trying to uh, produce, let's just say your first feature, you just have to find a way. I mean, I'm not sure there is a formula. No, we hear terms like picking off the low hanging fruit, which mm -hmm. would be friends and family, right? Uh, you typically see the parents of young filmmakers listed in this thank yous yep. credits right at the end because yep. they probably put up some money to make it all happen. Um, my, my case has just been uh, almost on a case-by-case -case basis with each film. We're hopeful, frankly, that the current film we're working on will be a, enough of a financial success to seed further productions without depending um, on donations, because it's always a challenge at the end of the day to raise money through donations. If you hear some barking uh, during this conversation, it is our wonderful guard dog, a guest on Cito. So please, he's just, he's making sure that dad and the host, which is me, doesn't get attacked by uh, outside forces. So we can laugh about that. Welcome Gaston to the podcast. Enjoyed this conversation with Chris Cruzen, feature film director. Let's catch more in the next episode. We hope that you will join us. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.